Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Janolaism. I am here with Dominique Robinson, known for Too Short for What. I'm so excited to have you on, finally. Hi, I know, finally. We've been talking about this for so long. For so um. long. I was actually looking <laughs> at my, um, you know when you randomly just look back at your Instagram and like you look at yeah. your photos or whatever? So I saw the one when I posted at the beginning of the year, like Janolaism. Journalism 2020, and you were like, um, when am I, basically like, when am I getting on, you commented, and I was like, finally, now today is the day. Today is the day. Hey, everybody, I'm happy to be here, finally. <laughs> I know, literally, finally. So, just to start, I always um, introduce my guests and how I know them, but I'm going to let you take the reins, and you All right. can explain how we know each other. Okay, so Jasmine and I know each other because we went to high school together. So we met freshman year in high school and yeah, we were, we had class together and we've been friends since then. Um, we lived in the same town. We had a lot of the same friends, but yeah, like Jasmine's my girl. Um, we've yeah, always kept contact, even if we didn't talk every day. It was always- I will say that. Like I, we've always been, even when like you went to LA, which we'll obviously jump into, yeah. like- we always stayed in contact. When I was in community college, I remember like when we were both at Brookdale, <laughs> you were there for a <laughs> But like, I would like be like, Dominique, do you need a ride? And you would be like, oh no. It's, I'd be like, Dominique. That was the days, oh there. my gosh. I, I oh would like, my I would beg you to give you a ride. And you'd be like, like, no, no it's fine. I'd be like, Dominique, I literally have to pass you on the way home. I had to win. <laughs> I like, I ha- and I had nothing else to do. So I would be like, Dominique, I don't oh. have to wait. And I just remember you'd be like, no, it's okay. And I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to wait. So Did you drop me off to work, too, at all? I think, ever? I, dropped, I, think I did. I dropped off to work. I, I, feel like, I feel like you dropped me off to work, too, because I used to work over there. Because remember? I just went to school, and I think at the time, I didn't have my job yet at the mall. So it was like, I just went to class, and I went home. I didn't do anything, so I didn't care. Yeah, we, yeah we've been, and we're almost 10 years out of high school next yeah. year. So this is decades, so shout out to us. I know. Right? Um, so just one more thing. Be nice. What was the first, what was your first thought when you met me the first time ever? Honestly, I really don't remember, but it couldn't have been bad because I'll I'll take that. I really don't remember. It couldn't have been that bad because here we are, (laughs) here we are. So I had people come on, Joanna came on, said she didn't like me. Ariel came on and said she actually hated me. What? Um, yep. I didn't, I, I don't know. I don't think I what thought like that. 
like I'm sure you were annoying a little bit, but like, and I, I you know that's what I mean. But I didn't like. I am annoying. You. Yeah, I'm yeah, annoying. that's you know what I mean. I'm like, I'm sure you were a little, but not out of anything out of your Jasmine. Not you know what I mean. But I not anything out of you were on the same annoying level. Yeah, not annoying to the point where like you don't, you can't stand to be around them. But like, yeah, but like you just, just do things that are annoying. Yeah, I feel like that's what we have in common. Everyone might not yeah. love it at first. But once but they, they get to love us, no, they love us. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No, love but yeah, I don't think I. No, there. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we're good. No, we're I'm good. trying to think too. I never. What did you think of me? I like you. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm. I'm saying. Yeah, I, like I'm like, you. I didn't think anything. No, I like. Yeah, you. you were also in high school. I, I'm sure I was wondering, like, who is this new black girl in like middle school? Because we didn't know each other in middle school. I think for I me, it might have been I was excited. Like, I think it was uh -huh. the same thing when I first saw Ariel. Like, I was just excited to see... Black. Another black. Another black person, because I had already okay. had, like, my friends. I had had Brittany, Janae, and all of them that were, like, those were, like, my black... Oh, Even though I went to, like, always went to a predominantly white school, I already had my group of black girlfriends. Right. And then when I moved to Manalpin, I didn't have... I had to, like, refine it. So I don't even think it was even... I could think anything. It was just like, oh, yay. <laughs> another, another black yeah. girl. I just... <laughs> That's crazy that we have to, like, that's went through our head, or that could have went through our heads when we were younger, like. Even at a young you know, age. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're going to jump in. Um, I will just say, if you don't know Dominique, if you don't follow her on Instagram, you definitely need to do that. Um, she is, one, hilarious, beautiful, <laughs> funny, and actually really intelligent. And I don't think, you know, in the modeling world, people talk about that enough how it's just not beauties. Like you're literally the definition of beauty and brains. I find you to be very intelligent on all levels of things. And I feel like you keep yourself really in the know of what's going on. Right. Which is a good thing. It, you have to, because if you don't keep yourself in the know about what's going on, not in just like our own personal worlds and what's going on around us, like in our like country or whatever, you still should know things about what's going on outside of our country because those things can also affect our country. So it's just a lot of things that models shouldn't know. That's why like back in the day, I feel like models were more of like spokespeople and people that, you know, some people that look up to them, whereas now it's kind of like, it's very saturated. Not a bad thing because everybody's most people are represented, but um, there's still like a voice that models should have and they should like always be able to speak about something or be passionate about something other than just being that pretty face. Yeah, you've done a really good job at like using your platform. And sometimes like I notice like you don't just do on your story, like you'll put it on your legit page, which yeah. I think sometimes really makes a difference because you know, 20, after the story stuff, it's gone after 24 hours, you know what exactly. I mean? when you post something on your page, it's, you're, you really truly value it and it means something to you because you want it to be there permanently. And you, if you don't want it there, you can always delete it or archive it, but it holds a spot. Like, you know, it's a, a, your platform. Exactly. Ideally, so. Um, so to go, let's take it all the way back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Did you always want to be a model? I feel like since I've known you, you did, but okay, I don't know so before that. I think America's Next, whenever America, the year America's Next, eh, America's America, America's Next Top <laughs> Model came out, I think it was 2003, if I'm not, 2003, 2004, which makes it about 16 years ago. 
Yeah. yeah Around that time is when like it really sparked my interest that I could do it. I just think something about watching Tyra like just inspire and just like instill and empower other women who necessarily weren't, you know, you know, models back in the day. Like, you know, she did something. And for me, it hit, it, it hit home, that show. So I think when I was like 9, 10, 11, around that age, I kind of was like, oh, I want to be a model. And then not until like, I think like eighth grade, like I was trying to go to Barbizon, that mo- modeling school. Oh my uh, God, I don't know if yeah. it's still around. But like eighth grade, ninth grade, like when I got into high school, I tried to get, you know, a little bit more serious. I know by like the time I was 16, I was like on Model Mayhem. So like, yeah, to answer the question, like between the ages of nine and 11, whatever top model came on. It was, it just, you just knew. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I, people always told me that like I was pretty, but like, I'm a nine, yeah, 10 year old. People tell me like, I'm, pretty, I'm not, but I'm not a <laughs> You know, I don't know. I think it was really Tyra and America's Next Top Model and just like, it sparked my interest. Like I never said I want to be a cop. I never said I wanted to be a doctor or like a dentist. Like that was, I don't know. Maybe before that, but I don't I have like amnesia before those ages. Like, oh my God. I don't, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know those. What? What was it, I guess, once you did start doing it? Because you could say, like, there are things, like, I've said, like, oh, I want to be this, and then realize, like, once I got into it, like, no, this isn't for me. So what was it once you did get into modeling that was like, okay, no, yeah, this is really what I want to do and stick with this through and through? I think still, again, I'm giving credit where credit is due because when I tell you Tyra instilled in me, like, you can do anything that you want to do. So like, I think on my path being told no, because I was like short for for whatever reason, like that kind of like drove me harder and like taught me how to grind harder. And like, also the fact that like, I don't, you know, like, I like the actual transforming and everything like that interests me, the art of it and like fashion interests me. So it's like all those things, I, I can do that and still be a person and like, I just knew I wanted to do it. Like, and once people tell him, started telling me no, and I was just like, no, what? Like, I would really just go after it, I think. Yeah. But it was, yeah. Um, I remember, like, going into the city, like, taking the bus, the 139 bus, like, oh. 16, 17 years old, like, trying to do shoots and, like, things like that. And, like, at the time, they weren't, like, if I look back at those, I was like, mm-mm. But, like, it was bad, but that eventually got me into, like, hair modeling. So I started doing like the hair packages that are in the beauty supply store. They're still and on then hair packages. Girl, they need to give run me some money, but they're not <laughs> going to. I, back then, I didn't know anything about like you just wanted to experience. Yeah, yeah, you just and it was a it was good money at the time. You like like wow, a couple hundred dollars like this is great in one day. You you know I'm I'm doing my thing like exactly. started somewhere, but yeah, um, just the like the people telling me no really it just like kept me going and I'm like no I'm I this is what I want to do so I don't think I've ever been I'm just like hard-headed in a way in a good way though I guess yeah no you mm-hmm. know what you want and one thing that I've always admired was literally when you packed your whole car and drove from to Jersey to Cali sure did I, I was like when you told me I was like okay yeah, okay. When I, I told you that I was just going? You're like, yeah, I'm going or, to California. And 
It was more because you said like, oh, I'm driving to California with my stuff in my car. And I was like, okay, you're so dramatic, but whatever. <laughs> Took that five day road trip. And right? It was, yeah, it was great. That was like till this day, like that's something I always tell people like Dominique literally did what she wanted to do. And I admire that, especially at your age. I think we were 19, you were 19, 20. It was five years ago. It, it, yeah, five years ago, it was right around Halloween, like a week before Halloween or so. And five years ago, so I was 22. 22. 22. Really? Me? Mm, no. I, I feel like it was long. Yeah, I feel like we were 20. Why? Because I was still at Brookdale. You, I hadn't transferred yet to the city. Or maybe I just yeah, transferred. Younger. I was 20. I was 20. Oh, my gosh. No, I was 20. 20. That was seven years ago. I'm so Now I'm so confused because remember I told you this morning, I was like, oh, I just posted a thing. I realized that was five years ago. Was it that you left L.A. five years ago or that you were in no, L.A.? It was, I was in L.A. It was in November when that article came out. November, I thought it was 2015 because... Um, Exo Nicole did that article, remember? Yes. So, so I thought that was 2015. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I could be wrong. I don't know why I felt like you were just younger. You were younger. I felt like I was younger too, but I, because I said, yeah, I don't, I still, dates are off in my head. That's weird right now. Either way, 2022, still young. And you packed your bags, went across the country to literally follow a dream. What pushed you? Like, what was it that you woke up and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this? Um, I was content. I was too content with being in, living in Jersey. I was working at the Marriott at the time and I was working at Hooters and I had a boyfriend and I was just, and I was still going into the city, like, you know, grinding and like getting jobs here and there and still doing the beauty supplies jobs. Um, but I was too content and I was like, okay, this, something has to change. Like, I was like, this isn't what I want. Like things aren't happening. And I just was like, I'm going to LA, but I knew I wanted to move to LA before because I went there, I think maybe the, the year before or something like that. Um, auditioning for America's Next Top Model or maybe two years before that. But I remember when yeah. I went to LA for the first time to audition, I was with Jashira actually. Yep. Yep. Jashira and I went and that was the first time I went to audition for Top Model and I was like, I love it here. I want to move back one day. So I think with a combination of me just being content with doing what I was doing and not being happy there anymore and like just wanting more, I was like, yeah. okay, I'm going. So I kind of convinced a friend to like, she was a, a personal trainer at the time that I knew from high school as well. I was just like, hey, like move to LA with me. Like we can piggyback off each other. Um, you know, you can be my personal trainer. I'm a model and we just live together, figure it out. You know, she said yes, and we hit the road, and like we got there in five days. So that was that's what made me get up and go, girl. That's motivation. Motiv well, yeah, I, yeah, I was motivated too. Like, I, I wanted to be you signed, to be, you know. And then another thing is, like in New York, I couldn't get signed here. I was always told I was like too short, too short, too short, and like everybody knows the height requirement. Like on the websites for every single agency is like five eight or five nine and above. And in LA, I knew it was the, the market there was a little bit more commercial. So I just was like, okay, I'm going to go to LA and I try to get signed there. So I knew like height wasn't too big of an issue there. Yeah. What that was, was I guess, your favorite job while you were in LA? Like what's one that like you remember? Um, probably Ulta. 
or oh, I remember when you were in Old Town. Oh, yes, yes, that yeah. one, or when I shot for Glamour, because like I think right before I shot for Glamour, or right after that, I had went to this um this girl cult fest that Galore did, and Tyra was there. She was one of the uh, speakers on the panel. You know, I love me some Tyra, girl. No, <laughs> Clearly, <know. laughs> um, I'm like I said her like three times, damn it. <laughs> But Tyra was there and I had asked her, like, hey, when do you think you'll see like short girls on the runway? And like, that was a short version. But her answer was basically like, right now the plus girl, the plus size girl movement is going on. And she was right. Like, she was like, that's their, it's their time to shine right now. And I respected it. I was like, okay. Yeah. So like, everybody just their time. Exactly. So I was just like, let me continue doing what I'm doing. I'm clearly on the right path. There's going to be inclusivity. But either the Ulta job or the, job with galore i mean sorry glamour glamour mm -hmm. because i was the only like short petite girl on a set with all plus size girls that, and at the time that the one with the bathing suit yes with the bathing suits and barbie ferrera jordan woods i, uh, I went out other i went out and bought two yes yes i don't know you why know. I don't know why I went out and bought two thinking that that like money went to you or something. Like, I, I don't know why. I <laughs> One day when I'm on the cover, at least the money won't go to me, but they'll know I'll say I'll cover. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I was so excited. I bought two. Like, maybe just like one for like the archives and one to show. I don't know. Like, I don't know we why. Just like, I was just I bought, excited. Like, five. <laughs> I was like, I want them all. Yeah. No one else can have these. Um, but no, I remember those two jobs though, Ulta or Glamour, because Ulta, I was in the storefront. It was like great because like that's something that was like worldwide. And then Glamour because it was like my first time, one of my first times being print in a print magazine. Yeah, I remember that's both those. I feel honored that I remember both of those. <laughs> you, you, I'm like, you know, you pretty much know a lot of my story. Like you've been and there. Yeah. Yeah. I love when stuff comes out about you. Right. I know how, because I know how hard you've been working. It's like, ever long. since I've known you, you, this has been what you've wanted to do. And every time, I always say this to people, like, or girls when they ask me, I'm like, I've been doing this for, like, 10 years, but it's, like, the first two years or three years or so that I finally feel I just started, like, my career. You know, like, prior to not being signed. I, I, was, I was working, grinding, but after being signed and, you know, being on a board for a little bit, you start, you know, getting clients and building and building relationships and things like that. So it's been a long time coming. Yeah, no, you've, and you've worked hard for it. So you've been, you just said like doing this for 10 years, how with an industry, because you are short, that has told you basically like, oh, you know, you're too short. So then you've literally packed your bags up, moved across the country. How do you stay positive? Like, how do you keep pushing forward? Um, I reminisce a lot, <laughs> a lot, because I'm not where I am today without everything that I did before today. You know what I mean? So like to know where I started and to know where I am now, like I'm living in New York. I survived a pandemic in New York and I'm still able to work gratefully. Like I, that's how I stay positive. I just remember where I started and then I just remember where I am. And I just know that like, if I keep going, like I've been doing, I'll be where I want to be in like the next few years or whatever's on my goals or my plans are. And every year I write down like clients I want to have or just new goals. So that's how I stay positive. Just remembering where I came from. 
Nice. You've lived in, you were here in Jersey, so then you would go to New York, you moved to LA, and then you moved back to New York, <laughs> where you are now yeah. living. What is the difference in the modeling world between LA and New York, would you say? Um, I would say the clients. Mm. So it's, the way we describe it in the industry is we call it the market. So there's, you know, Paris has a different market than LA. LA has a different market than New York. New York has a different market than Korea. Like they're all different kind of markets. Um, so in LA, I feel like the clients I worked for were more on a commercial relatable um, basis. Like, you know, the Urban Decays and the Ulta Beauties and Target. Although Target is a client, you know, you can shoot Target in New York. They have different studios in places, but um, LA, I just think it's more commercial acting. You can get book com more commercials in LA, whereas New York, you have a different kind of clientele where it's like, you're still doing your beauty, you're still doing your commercial stuff, but it just might be at a higher caliber fashion client versus like, um, like a Forever 21 that shoots in LA or a... Um, something else that shoots out of New York or, you know, like that kind of client, like instead of a um, Ulta Beauty, you're probably shoot or Walmart Beauty from LA, you can shoot New York being like Tom Ford or like Chanel Beauty or things like that. Just a fat, it's between commercial and fashion. Those are the two differences, I think, between LA yeah. and New York. Which I feel like isn't when you know New York or fashion wise in New York, that doesn't seem weird. That doesn't seem did, it yet. I'm, did I explain it okay? I'm no, like, like now that you explained it, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, but that there's still New things York, that you have more of a high caliber. A higher caliber, yeah. Exactly. What New York is like, yeah, I do. I don't want to put it, I hate no, it's no. hard to say in a way because I don't want LA is still a great market to make money and like there's girls who make money who buy multiple houses in LA and there's great work out of LA, so I never want to make it seem like you, you can't do yeah. both. Yeah. And you, I mean, you've, you've done it. Yeah. So you yeah, can. Of course. Okay. <laughs> you, you explained it fine. I, I okay. don't know, but I also understood what you said. Okay, um, good. But yeah, that's the difference. Um, I'm actually going back to LA in a little bit for a few weeks. So my agency opened up there. So I'll see if I, I get some clients over there. But like, if you're a model, it's great to just be able to work in any market. Because if one market is slow one season, you can go to that other market and still work or make money. Like, it, it's great to be wrapped in other in other markets. Like, that's why I went to Korea. That's why I spent time in London. And yeah, no, you, yeah. you've hustled. Hustle. Awesome. <laughs> um, being a model you go through god knows what with auditions and whatever else you have to do and shoots and things like that and we've already talked about how you've said you know what you've had to deal with being your height what is it also like which i feel like again people i'm sure understand that it's different being um, a black model, but from your point of view, you've dealt with being not only a shorter in the shorter category, but also in being the minority, the black model. Um, I definitely say like, just like being a black model, it's harder. We work, we work harder and that's just what it is. It's not a secret. Um, we work hard, just more. We say, ah, let me start that over. We work harder. <laughs> <at> the, <laughs> At, like we just work harder than our counterparts and they get more faster if, if you know what I mean yeah um, and then being short on top of that 
it doesn't make it no. any easier for me because I'm art. Now I'm just like, I'm just literally like looked down upon, like I'm not really seen. We're not really seen. And in this world of like inclusivity and di body diversity and body positive, like for some reason, short people, short girls, petite girls are only, the only girls not being included in that category. So being short and black, you've only, or short and white, I guess, you've only seen short models if they were white, actually, like the Kate Mosses, the, um, mm -hmm. or, or if they come from a famous or a celebrity family, the Devin Aoki's and, you know, so it's like a double whammy in a way. You, we just, you know, we just work harder and we have to shout to get our voices heard. Like, and it's, it's not fair because we're the, we're the average women in America. Most women are five, six and under between, mm -hmm. you know, so we're not repped on runways we're, unless we're white or celebrity. We're not repped on runways. We're not re repped in fashion ads, most fashion magazines. Like, it's just not fair. And we deserve, we do deserve a space just like everybody else has a space. You do. Um, you posted the other day, um, I'm, I might be paraphrasing, so correct me. Um, that you had an email about how you were changing, you know, the industry because someone, I know on your Instagram and me and you have talked about it like one-on-one -on -one a lot about how, you know, you didn't have the right people for hair and you didn't have someone who knew how to do black hair or your makeup or anything like that. What did that feel like getting that email that you kind of told your people, you know, your agent, like, listen, like, I can't do this. Like, I'm going on sets and they're not prepared for me. And to know that now you doing that, you speaking up, helped someone else. Yeah, I definitely think like right now in the climate, um, a lot of models are speaking up right now because before when they, we tried to speak up or as one person did at a time, there was always fear of getting like blackballed or um, just like said, saying you're difficult. So like just being a black woman, those are things that we were fearful of with saying things in the past, but with everything going on, like, the industry as a whole, we all decided to say something. And um, I think it's all, like, I think it's about being vocal, but I think it's about also being vocal to the right people mm. because you can say things, but the only thing that's going to change it if you're communicating effectively with the people who represent you, um, because they're the ones who can, you know, vouch on your behalf and speak up for you. It, once you speak up for yourself and stand up for yourself. So it, it feels really good to know that like, me being able to speak to my agents and I have that relationship with them and they know that I'm not saying it in any kind of way. It's just professionalism. And for me to just show up and be able to do my job, other people should be held accountable too. So the fact that my agency can back me up on that and they can tell other agents or other girls these ideas and tell them to write lists of people they've worked with who they felt like good coming out of their chair, it feels good. Like, because we have to leave it better than we found it, the industry, because this conversation has been going on like way, way, way too long. Like when Tyra was a model, when Beth Ann Hardison was a model. So like the 60s, the maybe even the like the 40s, the 40s or the 50s, but definitely the 60s when Beth Ann, the 60s and 70s. So like the conversation is old, it's tired. Um, people are sick of it. I'm sick of it. And yeah. I think you know, even with our, the generation and everything going on besides just in our industry, like we all just sick of it. Black people are sick of it and, in every industry. So yeah, I feel good. Like you got to speak up. Things are changing slowly, but I'm happy to be a little voice in that. I don't think you're a little voice. You're a big voice. 
a little short big voice. <laughs> a little short big voice. <laughs> um, so let's just go to, you know, your proudest moment. I will say I'm speaking for you at this point. Too short for what? You created this um, and you obviously can speak about it and do it more justice than I can. So why don't you tell everyone what too for short too short for what stands for, why you started it, and where, you know, you want to help. Too short for what is my baby. Um, and it basically started from just my, it, it's, it's a story of my journey and just being always told that I was too short. And it's a story about hustling and like not taking no for an answer and just getting things and going after the things you want out of life. And not just, and not giving up, really, staying strong and not giving up. So the way I came up with it is just, one, if it, you know, it's a story of my journey, but two, I was just like, I need something that, you know, like, what what are these people going to recognize me as? Like, too short for what? Like, I was in my living room one day with two friends, and I was just like, I had, it was like a couple weeks before my meetings in New York for agencies, and I was just like, I want to go in this meeting and I want to let them know, like, what do I stand for? And like, that's what I, I was like, we were having a conversation. And I was just like, they always say I'm too short. They always say I'm too short, but like too short for what? And that's how or, like, it, it just came out. And I was just like, oh, wow, like too short for what? So that's how it kind of like, you know, you know, came yeah, out of this. Whole, yeah. So it started out as like a hashtag on Instagram and it's just, it was just like literally me asking the industry like too short for what? It was me owning my voice, me taking the word short back and like making it into a positive thing um, and just like empowering other short girls who also like have dreams of being a model because like I'm not the only short girl or girl under 5'8 who wants to be a model or wanted to be a model. Like we can't control our height so like it started out as a hashtag and a movement for empowering. Then I finally launched it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> then I finally launched the Instagram and I just started like doing little things to interact more with the, you know, the short community, the short community of girls and guys who want to be a model, but are always told that they can't or just anybody that who's been following my journey and who I've ever inspired and, in life like they follow it and you know i bring other short girls who've also like did their journey their sign they're working or they want to work or you know they're on the same path that i was on i bring them on there we do too short for what tuesdays and i we talk about their journeys and you know other people get a chance to ask them like about their journey and i brought my mother agent on there who's like mother agent is someone who like oversees all your other agencies in different markets more like a manager he came on there. We got to ask him about like things from a mother agent's point of view and what agencies are looking for in a girl and like things like how personality is so important. So too short for what is going to be a little bit of everything. Like I have merch um, just to spread the word. Um, I eventually want to do like partnerships and I want to do like fashion where it's like I you know partner with different labels so we can create clothes for short girls and things like that. Like. I see too short for what really, really growing in like this crazy, crazy, like in way in so many different lanes. Uh, it's, just, it's everything's gonna be touched with too short for what, because overall it just kind of means like no matter what, follow your dreams, and that can be applied to anybody in life. Yeah, 
No, it really can. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not just about height. It's about your color. It can, you know what I mean? Like it could be anything. Yeah, it could be, you can literally put, remove the word short and put any like adjective or that's what the word, yeah, adjective to describe. <laughs> I was like, hold up. Is that <laughs> we're a grammar lesson. We're yes. having a grammar lesson. <laughs> you know, you can throw any adjective in there, adjective in there and like, you can make it make sense, like whatever fits about you. All, yeah, for you, pertain it to yourself. Just don't let anybody tell you you can't do something or you're too short for something. You're you're perfect just the way you are. So just to close out, COVID happened. Are we done? Close out. Well, no, no, I have more questions. We're just, oh. <laughs> I'm done. That's it. What's <laughs> your model? Always with the spotlight. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, My bad. COVID happened and the world shut down, basically. And yes. so what was that like for, like, your set was shut. You being on set was not a thing that was happening. No, it wasn't. COVID was like, a wake-up call I mean for everybody though like for me yeah. in a way where I was so used to like grinding and being out every day going to castings or you know at the time I was actually in Korea like two weeks before the U.S. shut I was, down I was like Dominic baby we need to get you home <laughs> oh no the numbers started like rising in Korea in like a four-day couple days and I was just like looking flights up and like Monday morning hit and I was like hey guys I'm leaving like no. I had to wait for the office to open and I was like hey guys I'm leaving like my flight's booked I had a job that week too and I was going to leave the day the, the night of the job and I was just they changed the job to later in the week because it was like, going to be raining that day and I was like sorry like yeah. I'm still leaving like yeah. I gotta go because I was you know I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to come back in the country like that was my yeah. fear like I wasn't more so scared about being in South Korea. It was more like with everything like going on, like I knew the numbers were going to spread regardless. Like, yeah. So, you know, regardless. So it was more about me just making sure I can get back in. Yeah. So I got back in whatever. Then the country shuts down two weeks later and you know, our whole industry shut down. I'm not working. Um, so, and we didn't know when we were going to start working again. So it was just a wake up call for me in a way, because I'm so used to like hustling and grinding and being out at castings or whatever every day that like my world completely stopped. Like, yeah. completely, I say it like nobody else's world completely stopped too, but no, I didn't have the option in the beginning to work at home, like because of that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything I did completely stopped and it wasn't until like, end of May where I had like at home shoot so I went you know March through May just not working being home and then I realized like what else do I love like what else do I like to do besides modeling so like it was a wake-up call in that way um but a wake-up call just like as far as like what businesses do I want to start and like where do I yeah. want to invest my money because like model like I, I can you know I have a a long career ahead of me I do but you just want to think about other all those other projects that you want to tap into and why you haven't tapped into them so it was hard because the way we also get paid is like a net 90 so we do a job but we may not see a paycheck for like 90 days off of that job so if we're not really consistently going to castings and consistently going to work 
our money eventually stops. So if I'm already waiting for checks for 90 days, and then if I'm not working for 90 days, then after my, you know, those checks come in, then then what? You know what I mean? So that's coming in. Yeah. Thank God. Thankfully, like um, a lot of the beauty work that I've done in the past, they had to renew images because that was their advertisement. So like, yeah. they weren't able to reshoot. So I was still able to like make money without literally not doing anything. So that was nice. That was really nice. But um, it was hard. Because even now, like, the industry is just now picking back up, and it's picking back up very slow, where it's, like, people are still scared. They're not, you know, sets are different. Like, being on set is different. You, Mm -hmm. like, they're trying to get people in and out of the set. All the jobs I've already done so far, I have to get a COVID test every time, and that is so uncomfortable, like, that test. So, like, things are different, and I I don't know what direction it's going to go in, but we'll see. Yeah, only time will tell. I always go on little rants, so sorry if I'm giving too much detail. Like, I'll start a story, then go into a side story, and then tie it back together into that. (laughs) That's all that I do. Okay, so because you are in fashion, beauty, all this other stuff, I want to play a fun little game with you. This or that, I'm going to say, you know, two things, and you pick one. Okay. More than likely that you've played this before. So, (laughs) LA or New York? New York. Paris or London? Paris. Ooh, you didn't even you didn't flinch on that one. Paris? Did you? (laughs) I watched Emily in Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Hmm. Makeup or skincare? Skincare. What's your favorite skincare? This is off topic, but just. Just give us one little your top favorite right skincare, now. Like product. Um, Dr. Dennis Gross has these exfoliation pads, these enzyme peel pads. Those are great. Okay. And moisturizer though. Moisturizer is a you know, a good moisturizer. I like fresh. But did they have a good one? I like fresh because I think they're fresh. But um I think they're like good ingredients, but I'm pretty sure. But like they have a nice, a youth moisturizer that I like. Leaves my skin nice and dewy. I'm actually going to get a new jar today because the one I'm using isn't, mm, it's not doing it for me. Not giving it to you? Okay. Um, coffee or matcha? Matcha. Love matcha. I'm actually very upset. I just got into matcha during quarantine and I know that you've been drinking. I'm just upset that you never really like pushed that on me. So I'm upset about it. Sorry, I didn't know. Because after you like, like, you know what? Dominique is always posting about it, and she never once ever said, Jasmine, try matcha. It's amazing. I'm so happy you found it, though. See, now we can talk about it. I hate you. You like ice or hot? I like ice anything because I'm always, I'm always like right now, I'm sweating. I'm always sweating. So I'd rather <laughs> iced because I can always cool down. But I'll drink okay. hot. Like, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. I'll but, drink an ice one in the summer when I'm hot summer day yeah even in like the winter like I get hot easily so I just like to always have something cool to cool me okay girl ice matcha I have a, it is. I have a sweat gland <laughs> ice matcha latte with um you like it with oat milk I like it with oat milk but you know Starbucks doesn't really have that I don't know what's going with on coconut there. milk is really good so too. I do with coconut milk because I don't like Starbucks almond milk I don't know why but I don't yeah same always at Starbucks it doesn't always well. It's weird. I don't like it really? either. But their coconut milk, milk with it, and it adds the sweetness. It does. It. 
And yeah. that's all you need. That's all you need. Um, okay. Flats or heels? Oh, I thought for, for a second, I thought you were going to say flats or drumsticks. <laughs> and I was about to be like, all oh, flats, baby, right. all flats. Yes, I thought you, you were, as soon as you said flats, I was like, of course, all flats. I hate you. But then you said heels. I'm like, oh, heels for sure. Flats. Yes. Like, you mean flats? Like, this, the like flats. Like, flats. Yeah, no, heels. Heels. Okay. Too short for what? I can't be out here wearing flats to flats. Not even a sneaker. <laughs> it's not even a sneaker. I'm done with you. Um, jeans or leggings? Jeans. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> denim. Denim. Oh my gosh, denim. Yes. Crop top or long sleeve? Ooh, I've stumped her. I've stumped her. (laughs) (laughs) Crop. Crop. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say a crop long sleeve. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what I was like. "Mm." Because, yes, a a crop long sleeve. Exactly. Can I combine those two? Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, My arms can be warm, but my belly will be cold. Um, You know? And then you can still throw a little cute jacket over it and be warm. Very true, very true. Um, mascara or lipstick? Lip. Lip? Lip. Mm-hmm. Or but gloss though. Gloss. gloss. Okay. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm never a lipstick, I'm a gloss. Yeah. Um, soul Cycle or Flywheel? Neither. Neither, you know why? <laughs> Why? Because if, when, when you go to Soul Cycle, you get rhabdomyolysis. And I don't want rhabdomyolysis again. <laughs> That's what my nurse told me. She said I've they get a lot of patients. Hmm? And I've never done that. Fly, I'm assuming flywheel is another cycle class. It's another cycle class, but I've heard Soul Cycle is like intense. Like they're crazy. Yeah. But I guess you can, I guess listen to your body. You can slow down if you want to, but. Oh, yeah, Honestly, no. I wouldn't do either because I don't like high intensity workouts. I'm a Pilates girl. Oh, Pilates reformer. I miss it so much. Yes, me too. <sighs> Both right. of my favorite instructors left. Sorry, TMI. Isn't that the worst? Mm-hmm. Painful. I'm trying to think of one last one that I really want to just get you with. Oh, I know. Long nails or short? literally it's like i if my nails they can be be like long i would do my nails long like yourself yeah but i i tend to keep them like at a nice manicure level just for when i do beauty stuff so but like i would like them long but like my natural nail like a little stiletto nail not stiletto you know the straight ones you know, I would like my nails to be long. Like, as if I had, like, tips on. Or- like you don't want, exactly. You don't want to add a tip. You want it to be your nail. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. add a tip, yeah. I feel but that. I can't, so. Not that I can't. No, I get but you. You want to keep it clean. You want to keep it clean. So okay. we'll go with short. Okay, short. I love short nails. I mean, I've just recently let mine grow out, but I like short nails. Yeah, I mean, I do like short nails. I like them nice, <laughs> naturally. It's nice and clean. 
Because even yeah, when I'm, everyone thinks that they're fake, and I'm like, they're mine. But I, every once in a while, like, when I'm throwing it on, I like, a little. A little clack. I feel that. A little clack. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Okay, career-wise, um, seeing myself in five years, I would hope the country is in great, has a great president and one. So I hope we're alive, first of all. I, I'm alive. I've seen my future. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I do see myself being bi-coastal. I, I see myself having a house. I see myself having like a beauty contract, um, you know, skincare contracts. You know, I see myself at my high modeling point. I see myself acting, um, if not on television, then hopefully some feature films. Um, There's nothing uh, wrong with the Hallmark paycheck. There's a what? A Hallmark paycheck? What do you mean a Hallmark? Hallmark paycheck. It's a card? Hallmark channel. I don't have cable, girl. I'm like... Hallmark to me, for some reason, it screams greeting cards. It is, but girl, they pay very oh, well. Okay, okay. I'm like, so why does Hallmark sound like a it's greeting card? It's the same, but it's a Hallmark channel. So it's like, I didn't know they had movies. What do hey. you watch on Christmas? Um, I don't have cable, so maybe whatever's on Netflix or one of the HBOs or the world. I'm getting hot again. You're making me hot. <laughs> Sorry, but yes. I, that included in my five-year plan, acting. Um, hopefully, you know, I'm in a relationship. Not hopefully, but like, you know, kids. I like to see kids. I not in five on. years, but like, I, I would hope to be with somebody in five years where I'd think, be thinking about having kids with somebody. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just feel like I want to see Two Show for What Blossom. Um, and grow. I want to see myself, you know, continuing to be an advocate for our people, my my petite girls and myself, and um, you know, really creating a lane in the fashion industry for us. And yeah, healthy, wealthy. Oh yes, come on. Healthy, wealthy. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I have other like I'm like what else do I have written down? Because like. A lot's changed in five years, so. I mean, anything can change just tomorrow. Like, what you want in five years could change tomorrow, you know? Things. Yeah. Life, as we've learned for 2020, life happens to you, and there's nothing that we, we, we really can do don't about have it. control. We don't have control. All you can do is either stay positive and know that that's what's going to happen. Life is going to happen regardless. So that's all you can do is deal with it. And life happens to you, not for you. Facts. Like that one. <laughs> Dominique, don't let me see it on your next caption. I will call you out. Take <laughs> <laughs> let me get some content today and be like, life happens to you. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> I can't stand you. Please <laughs> let everyone know where they can find you on your personal and the too short for what. Okay, so my personal page is I am, I am Dom Robinson. And my too short for what page is two, T-O-O, short for what? Too short for what? Spell it all out. Don't abbreviate it. Don't put a number. Too short for what? 
And you can also find me on your future movie and television screens in the next five years. Where else can you find me? Um, some of you men might be able to find me in your dreams. Let me know. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Had, oh, no. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. You were just the right amount of mess that I thought you would be. <laughs>